This episode of the Happy Hour brought to you by Sugar and Slice Bakery. Contact Kristen at 863-326-8097. You can email her at sugarandslicebakery at gmail.com. They're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash sugarandslicebakery. See all the wonderful photos of their custom cakes, cupcakes, cookies, cheesecakes, and pies. Order for your next party, family get-together, or company event. Also, if you tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you, they'll give you $5 off the total of your next order. So don't forget to tell them that the happy, happy hour, hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the internet podcast community is proud to bring to you their tag team podcasting champions of the world, the Louisianimal Johnny Womack, the drunken disaster deuce, your tag team champions of the world, the happy hour with With Johnny Johnny and deuce. Okay, that was totally 90s radio and I love it. We're keeping it. We're keeping every last bit of it. Awesome. Hey so, everybody and welcome to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. It's not your normal host for this evening. It's the drunken disaster himself, Deuce. So what's going on, Louisiana Johnny Womack? You know, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a patented happy Deuce salute. Yes, and I'm sir. gonna actually start it off tonight. What? In surround sound this time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, so we wanna we wanted to start off preface our comments to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that's been on this amazing train ride we've had these last couple yes. months. Uh yes. you know, TBS has been super supportive. King of the Nerds, I know we've had a lot of interviews and we, we you know, these people have been amazing. We felt like we've made good some friends, friendships. Good friends, really. Yeah, we've made some great friendships and uh, you know, we thank you so much for, you know, kinda joining us on this train. This has been an awesome thing and we're you know, we're going to make this thing bigger and grander as the year goes on, and hopefully we get to talk to some more people at the next yeah, year's uh, King of the Nerds Season 4. Uh, so definitely uh, tweet out everything and, and you know follow the people there, like Lily and everybody. They've all been super supportive, and, uh, you know, Rachelle and, I mean, Dr. Bentoli, Caleb yeah. uh, France, Todd the Bot, Colby. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many amazing people on, and we just want to say thank you. So thank you so much. Yep. Um, but this is our... Yeah, normally I mean, scheduled th- program. Exactly. Deuce. <laughs> if, if if we could afford uh, the rights to it, we'd be playing Aerosmith. I'm back in the saddle again. That's pretty good, Deuce. Yeah, I like that. that that's that's kind of what it feels like to me. It's like, wow, it's me and you back to being, you know, the old happy. I mean, hour this is Johnny what we Deuce started show. off doing. Two guys on the ca- literally no, 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 sitting no. on the couch. What we started off doing is having a conversation where I was like, how can I write off my drinking on my taxes? <laughs> Let's start a podcast. Let's start it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that went. Yeah, I and mean, that's the thing is like, I think that's what the people have spoken. I mean, y- we wouldn't be here without you. No, you know? no, not and at all. You, you've all spoken to us and said how how much fun you have with us. And that's the thing is we we're we feel like you're a family. We feel like you're a friend, and we're talking to you, and you're our friends. You know, yeah. that's the way we feel like it. And it's you know, and we're unabashed geeks slash nerds, whatever you want to call us. Uh, and this is a ma- this is a podcast made by geeks slash fans for fans, and and like that's this we're talking to our people, and you guys are listening to us, and we, we really appreciate that. 
uh, Deuce, I mean, it's so funny. Now we're kind of getting back on the, the original scheduled program, like I said earlier. There's been a lot of news that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and, uh, which we've been behind on a little bit. So uh, just right out the gate, just so we can throw it out there. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be doing a, 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 a Battlefield uh, hardline review. Uh, and this is just to our fans out there. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, I will have – well – as of recording, I've had the game 30 minutes, and it's yeah. in my glove box. you just box. picked it up. Yeah, <laughs> I just picked it up today. So by the time you're listening to this, I, I probably will have had it for three or four days. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. the next time we tape, I can do a, a first review. impression or yeah. a review. Yeah. Because here's the thing, guys, uh, girls out there. I really wanted to do a review for you guys, and I could have gotten the ga- game two days ago. But here's the thing. With a game like Battlefield 4 that's mostly a multiplayer game, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, basically the single player is just on there for added value as a consumer, which right. I appreciate. Yeah. But uh, it, with multiplayer games, you really need to put a good 20, 30 hours in there, in my opinion, to to give a good review. And also, you kind of let need the game to get out there live and in the wild, you know. I and agree. let the, yep. uh, the user base grow, especially with a multiplayer game like that. Yep. So... Uh, you know, that's what we wanted to let do. So I don't want you to think we forgot about you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more. Hopefully in the next uh, few episodes, we're going to be doing a lot more game reviews, new and old, uh, which would be a lot of fun. So definitely be keeping an eye out for that. But also keep an eye out for our Twitch page. Good point. Which is twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. We're going to be doing a lot of less plays here in the new future. Uh, we've been lucky enough. That we've now got our hands on a quite a plethora of Nintendo sixty four games. Yep. Uh, also, we've got our hands on a Sega Genesis. Yes, Deuce. A uh, Sega Genesis, awesome. Sega CD, and Sega thirty two X, and a pretty good selection of Super Nintendo games. So we're gonna kind of we're gonna kick it old school, just kind of where we like it, because that's me and Johnny's sweet spot is definitely that, uh, if you will, that Super Nintendo Sega retro, era yeah. slash sixty four era, that retro era of our. You know, late middle school, high school, early college years. Right. Those were, you know, everybody's got those nostalgic years in their lives. And most people will say just that. It's my, you know, seventh grade to my maybe freshman, sophomore in college years are like my golden years. And and we want to play some of those golden years games with you guys. Um, and we're going to have a great way to do it with our new uh, Twitch channel. So we definitely want you guys to check that out. But uh, before... We talk any more about Twitch and about the games. Let's let me throw it to uh, Johnny in our in our newsroom over there. What's what's crawling across the old news ticker? Well, you know it's funny uh, as we were discussing this recording of this episode, I was like, man, what is like one of the most number one topics to talk about? I mean, porn. It, besides <laughs> porn, right? Because we all know the internet is for porn. It uh, is. Thank the you. Internet Avenue was Q. built for porn. Avenue Q there. Uh, <laughs> Great show if you've not seen it. Um, definitely check that out. Uh, I mean, there's three main topics I want to hit tonight. I'm giving you guys a no. little preview. We don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you a preview of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Ooh, I like it. We're going to talk about HBO. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about just give them a little tease. You want to give them, you just want to give them a little tease. You want to just show them like half the nip and a that's side it. Boob. Just half the nip. Yeah. Side boob. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give them a side boob. Uh, good enough for TV 14, right? Uh, Anyway, so we're going to talk about HBO, we're going to talk about PlayStation, we're going to talk about Nintendo. Those are the three biggest uh, topics. Obviously, that's very generalized, yeah. but that way, you know, I'm not giving you out the full... Just yeah. giving you a little appetizer, a little, little soup. A little teaser. A little, little uh, soup of the day. There you, you know. go. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I guess I got to talk about this because this is going to hit our Apple uh, fan base, people that, that love Apple products. What? Uh, HBO uh, just uh, signed a three-month exclusivity deal with Apple. 
to have the new HBO Now app. Yeah. Now, I want to preface my comments. There's already an app called HBO Go that if you are already a subscriber of HBO, like which Deuces, I am, you can download that yep. app because PlayStation 4, two or three weeks ago, just finally got their PlayStation 4 uh, HBO Go app. Which I will tell you something very interesting before you go ahead with that. I went at the gym to watch my HBO Go app on my iPhone the other day. Do you know what it says on it now? It says HBO Now. It doesn't oh, it say, does say HBO Now. It doesn't now. say HBO Go on the app anymore. It so says I wonder HBO if they're now. changing the name of it. I think they're changing the whole thing of it. Just okay, to HBO that, that now. was what was confusing for yeah. me. Was I'm glad you gave me that insight because yeah. Deuce has an iPhone. Uh, I have an Android, so I, I didn't know. But like, maybe they're just changing the name of it from HBO yeah. Go to, as like uni- unified across all platforms. Well, like I said, I was at the gym and I was trying to catch up on girls because I'm like great show. Way, if you guys way have not behind. Seen on so am girls. I. Yeah. So am I. I was like, holy crap! Like literally, this whole season, I think I've seen like one episode. So I was watching. It and I did see the first episode with Allison Williams because it was it aired against something big like the Oscars or the right, Emmys or some large, shit. Yeah. Long story short, the episode opens up with some dude motorboating her ass, and I'm like, "This is not appropriate for gym time." <laughs> so, <laughs> You're like embarrassed. You're like, "Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dude is straight up motorboating her ass. Like he got straight up." chunky peanut <laughs> shit on his nose. <laughs> he was so deep up in her ass. Which I ain't, I ain't gonna blame him, man. If I could get, she's get like that on her ass, I I always, would, I'd be nose deep too. I, so. I told everyone, I, I feel like she's like a a young um, Jennifer Connelly. Like, she is absolutely yes, gorgeous. Yeah. Drop dead gorgeous, for Dropped, sure. Very gorgeous. Uh, very talented. She's an awesome singer, despite the way the show re- reflects her, which is, you, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. I do said I might even do, because we've, the way, now that this, podcast is really getting on a roll we we might even do because some people like hearing our discussions on television yeah. um and we, we before we got so sidetracked to video game news like in yeah. wrestling news because that was so big yeah uh it still is but uh yeah. we, we did of course you know with the first lady uh yeah. brandy womack my wife uh, we did a true blood series review recap, yeah that was awesome and we really loved it we got a lot yeah. of good feedback from that so we might end up doing we, we we talking about just a little heads up. We might be doing a supernatural one in the future. Oh, my wife happening. and I yeah. are freak. We're literally binge watching binge watching it, yeah. it uh, every night until we pass out. So uh, we're already in season four. So be on the lookout for our, uh, our future series recap. We're gonna love. We're gonna love to do that. But anyways, uh, bring it back to the HBO now. Yeah. I guess I didn't know that. So yeah. So like when I pull when I pull it up right now on my phone. Basically, what it says because it used to say HBO Go, and then when I did it the other day at the gym, now it doesn't say that anymore. It says HBO Now. Okay, so, so they must be unifying it, like I said, across all the all all the platforms and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that but, oh shit, maybe I'm wrong. Does HBO Go it says HBO Go now? But maybe when you play it, it says HBO Now. Maybe I don't know. But yesterday I could have swore it said HBO Now, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's awesome." Call but I wouldn't be HBO surprised. Go, I wouldn't be surprised. Now. Yeah, because that was the thing I was confused by. If they do end up keeping it separated, yeah, it feels weird because you're like, "Oh, wait, HBO Go, no HBO Now." Like because the only thing to really differentiate it is that. HBO Now is only on Apple products because yeah. they have that three month exclusivity deal yeah. where you can only get HBO Now's fourteen ninety nine, which yeah. I think is a great uh, price fourteen ninety nine a month. They hit the nail on that price point. It'll bring people in because. Do you want to hear something that's hilarious? Yeah, that's the exact same price point I pay for it through cable. 
So basically, it's, oh, it's funny. you're not paying any more than what I'm paying for. So it's really va- good value. It's a hell of a value because you got to think I've got to buy my regular cable. Now I, I will say this: I do pay a little bit less for it, but it's only because I've got the movie pack bundle because I've got HBO, Showtime, uh, Stars, and I want to say I've got one more. I think it might be Showtime, HBO, Stars. Yeah, it's just those three. Yeah, because Showtime's where I've got my uh, my boxing and and Penny yeah. Dreadful and Stars is for uh, uh, Black Sales Outland. and Outlander. Um, but yeah, it's because I got three, it's thirty dollars for three, so gotcha. it's like ten dollars a piece. Gotcha. Because if you get more of them, they, they cut give it you down. a reduced rate. But yeah. when I was only getting HBO, it was fourteen ninety nine. So that's a really so, good yeah. price point. Good thing because we have someone that it's actually a subscriber to HBO. Deuce. Yeah. So we got to get his insight on it. Also, Deuce also has an an Apple product and iPhone. Yeah. So we kind of get both sides of the story there, which I really like, uh, which is awesome. But just to just to preface this, like I said, right now the HBO Now app yeah. is only on Apple products. So in in response to that, Apple decided to reduce their Apple TV. You know what the Apple TV is? It's yeah. a little box. It's kind of like your Chromecast and everything else like that. Actually, your Amazon it's really Fire cool. TV. I actually saw that for the first time uh, St. Patrick's Day because I went to a friend's house and they had it. And I'm like, what the hell? Literally, there was six of us there with iPhones, and like I could pull up a YouTube video. I hit play on the TV, it play. The next guy had a song like on on uh, Spotify. He wanted to play. Bam! He hits the Apple TV app. It plays. Like literally, you could pull anything up on your iPhone and just shoot yeah, it. Yeah, it's an air streaming. It's yeah, it's it it's over great, the air streaming they're doing. I literally by the end of the night was calling it the Magic TV. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> what do you want to watch on the Magic TV now? Because it was it was like magic. It was like yeah, pull something up on my phone and throw it straight yeah. to the TV. So the Apple TV got a price drop. Uh, I think it was a twenty dollar price drop um, from. From $100 to $80, I think, $79.99. And I think they're doing that. Now, this is just something a friend of ours, Nate, who's been on our show before, him and I were discussing about this online the other day. I I personally think they're going to phase out the Apple TV and go with what they call... An Apple TV stick, where it's kind of like kind of like the Fire Stick and the all Fire that stick. stuff. Yeah, yeah that way cast. because it's cheaper to produce. Yeah, you, you'll have the dual band receiver built inside the the stick, so that means you know it's a, you can get multiple things on there at one time, and you know you don't have to worry about interruption. With here's my question though: if they go with the stick, will you be able to throw things from it from your phone? Right, you can because if you think about it with the with the Google uh, Chromecast. Yeah. If you have right now, if I had, I don't own a Google Chromecast, I should own one because you can literally pop it in any TV, yeah. which is the beauty of having that. You know, yeah. you don't have to unplug wires, and then you just pop right. it in. I could go on my Google app and be like, boom, and it'll throw throw it up onto my Google. That's uh, awesome. So, but I think Apple. The way because the, the problem is in 2012 they they changed the look of the Apple TV to make it smaller, more affordable. I think it was yeah. a little over 100 bucks, so 129.99. I think is what the price was. They they slowly kind of they didn't sell very well. Yeah. So I think what they're going to end up doing now that they have this exclusivity deal. Imagine this. Think about it. It's smart. Apple did yeah. a great job getting this deal because next month what's coming on HBO? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, arguably the most popular show on television right now. Well, it we makes know the it's most the most money. torrented show. Most torrented. Yeah. So find a way to kind of alleviate that torrenting. Yeah. Like, look, if I can go ahead and go to Best Buy and for fifty dollars get an Apple TV. <laughs> See, I that think I that's can, what they should do. I think uh, fifty dollars is the $50 magic number. I think. And I'll tell you what. Here's the kicker. Cut a deal with HBO, which they probably already have done. So, like, look, if they buy the Apple TV, give them one month free. That so would be it's smart. like, okay, I, I like hey, that. I buy this, I get the first month free of they HBO should. Go, they should. and then bam, because think about it. it. 
a Game of Thrones runs for about twelve episodes. So you're looking at three months. You right. give them, and that's I think there's a at least one, if not two, breaks in there because there yeah. there's two holidays in there, like Memorial Day and Fourth of July. So you th- give them a month free. They're going to have to buy two, if not three more months to get the whole series, which you know they're going to buy anyway. So that means you're getting $30, $45 from them. Yep. HBO's in. So you give them that free month, and then Apple can kick them some money back because it's like, look, you gave us the free month. Here's, you know, 10 bucks back off of each purchase to HBO, you know, and I don't think – Apple will lose any money. Plus, then you've got an install base because yep. that's that's a that's big important. buzzword install yep. base. Because when you're like, "Hey, we want to put your app on our product," or "Hey, we want you to come and be a, exclusively a part of our product," and you say, "Hey, we've got a two million, six million, ten million install base," that's big for companies. So yep. Apple would be smart as hell to do that. Well, it, it, it's good for that. It's also you know you don't have to have an Apple TV to play it because obviously mm-hmm. you, you can have your app on your phone, an iPad, a Mac, you know anywhere. Essentially, but but to be able to make the Apple TVs relevant again, yeah. I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, I think that would, you know, Apple, if you're listening, yeah, that's, that's what you need to do. Ching to ching, yeah. I mean, I, hell, I would buy one just just to see what it's all about. For I'll bucks. tell you what, if Put it was it fifty bucks, I think that'd be the smartest thing in the world because. The, the Magic TV, as we called it, was cool as shit. And it was a video TV. How we put one in our studio just yeah, to have. Just just to have. We could watch, so yeah. we could watch TV back yep. here. So we could watch it with the kids in the yep. other room. But, man, it was really cool. It was about the same size as if you put two packs of playing cards, to duct taped them together. It was super small. And literally, I was clear across the room and throwing shit at it. So, I mean, it was it had a long, long range when it came to how far away it reads stuff. So, yeah, it's a cool product. So, yeah, um, and, of course, Deuce and I, we're, I don't know what we're going to do when, when Game of Thrones comes on, but I would love to maybe do an episode recap episode each week, if that's That'd even possible. Yeah. Be or easy. we could even watch it together live and live Twitch stream it. Because we could Twitch. I know we, because of legal reasons we cannot show the episode. No, no, no. But we could live Twitch stream our reactions and do a podcast afterwards. That's possible. Oh, you mean do like a post-episode Like a post-episode review? Yeah, but not even that. Watch it all together Sunday night because it's from 10 to 11 and then tape the episode from 11 to 12. We, yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You guys chime in with your thoughts, too, if you have a better idea. But yeah. either that or we'll just do a uh, – when we tape – we usually tape uh, on Thursdays. Once a week, yeah. We can maybe hit the following Sunday would have been the episode that we'll talk about on that Thursday which would be you get it Friday. So right. basically, you would have to wait five days to get our review because we'd be talking about that. But it's still Sunday's relevant that week. On Friday. So oh, it's definitely still relevant. Plus, it gives it, – I will say this would be good because Sunday. it gives people a preview before that Sunday, but also it gives people the whole week to watch it because some people don't watch it live on Friday. We, we hate people's spoil stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got a week, so it doesn't yeah. spoil it for you. But let us know. Uh, send Even us if it's email. a small segment in our yeah. normal episode, that would be really cool. Just send us an email. Email to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and, and tell us your thoughts on that because it's definitely something we'd like to do. And we'd like to do that definitely with a lot more shows. Like, I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Uh, there's a lot of shows I wouldn't mind us doing, even if we didn't do a whole episode about it, do like a five, ten minute well, segment. You on and it. I have already discussed this when we yeah. first started the podcast. And you and my wife uh, yeah. and I were going to sit down and do a Buffy and, and or slash Angel uh, series review. Oh, for sure. Because that is one of the biggest things that we have to preface our comments. Joss Whedon's show essentially opened the door for everyone else. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Hands, think yeah. about if Joss Sweden wasn't in the picture, he wouldn't be a Firefly. There wouldn't be a Supernatural. There wouldn't be a Constantine. There wouldn't be any of this stuff. Like, he's opened the door for everybody. Yeah. And I think that's like what's 90% so... Like, 90% of the things that we love now wouldn't be possible without Josh Whedon. He, Josh Whedon wrote Toy Story, and no one, yeah. no one talks about that. Nope. He, he literally changed the script and made it into... He created Woody and Buzz, the, the Woody and Buzz that we love. He's the yeah. one that created that. He changed them, because originally, I think Woody was going to be a bad guy. Yeah, like Woody weird. was going to be the bad guy. Weird. It was a weird, weird, weird. script. And yeah. he goes, no, 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 this isn't going to work. And Joss yeah. Whedon literally took the script and, and, and restructured it from the ground up. So, no, 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 we got to do it this way. Because that's one thing... You, you say what you will... Joss Whedon knows characters, and that's what his thing strives well, no on. no shit. I mean, it, it, let's break it down for you even more. Who did they call in to write the Avengers script and direct the Avengers? Josh Whedon. Do you want to know why? Because he knows how to do character dramas and character stories. Because, you know, you look at Firefly, you look at Buffy. Yes, Buffy is the main character, but there is such a, a cast of the Scooby gang around her that he knows how to do stories like that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think in anybody else's hands besides Josh Whedon's, the Avengers would have been a fucking train wrack. Because oh, you, easily, couldn't have, you, you, you couldn't have juggled everybody because you got too many alpha male personalities yep. to be able to juggle them all to everybody gets their screen time, everybody gets their moment to shine. Only Josh Whedon truly knows how to do that. And you literally just, took the words. Yeah. I mean, you literally were just going to say what I was I mean, going to say. He is. I mean, he is, exactly is, right. is, he, he's a ringmaster, if you will. Yep. He knows how yep. to give the tight wire its time to give yep. you know the elephants, the clowns, the monkeys their time. He knows how to give everybody their time so everybody gets a spot to shine. But everybody still gets something they like because you might like the high flyers. I might like the 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 fire eater. You know, your wife might l- like watching the monkeys or right. you know the 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 clowns. Yeah. You know, he makes it to where everybody gets to see what they want to see, and everybody gets the same amount of time. And you don't be like, this is just like you know an Iron Man movie with these other characters, or this is a Captain America movie. We gotta do an Age of Ultron review. I would love to do an Age of Ultron review. We I haven't just want to do it so any me movie and you and your yet, wife can go to the Forkin screen and watch it together, awesome. and then we can write it off on our taxes. Yeah, that's, that's the only true. reason I want to do it. Because <laughs> that'd be that's awesome. gonna be a $200 night, so I figure if I could write that off on my taxes, that'd be great. Well, that's the thing, Deuce, is like, you know, the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce, we talk about everything. We talk about our love of video games, comic books, wrestling, movies, television. Yep. We, we talk about it yep. all. I mean, we're unabashed you know geeks we nerds whatever we, we our pop culture you know knowledge is to the limits to the yeah. sky's the limits on that and uh so it's like you know we, we started out talking about apple and hbo go and game of thrones and we talked we just started tangenting off into joss whedon how you amazing he is anyway any anyway we can throw joss whedon in, a, in, a, in an episode we'll try uh but we're gonna take a small break and we will be right back with more of the happy hour with john Hughes. And we're back with the happy hour, Johnny and Deuce. And Deuce, something else happened this week as well. I wrestled a midget. No. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that next time you wrestle a midget. Uh, No, uh, speaking of cable, we talked about, you know, in our last segment about HBO Go and everything like that. PlayStation just announced, it just happened uh, as of the 18th of March. They dropped... Only in Chicago and it looks like it's New York. Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles. Right. Because they, I pulled it up last night on my uh I pulled it up on my PlayStation Network because me and Johnny want to do a review here soon of Powers. 
because we both watched the uh, the pilot episode, and we're not going to give much away, but we're both so far we really enjoyed the pilot, right? Um, but it said PlayStation View, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, the, this is yeah. The, the PlayStation View is what they what they dropped. It obviously, it's not here in Florida yet. Uh, I guess they're doing test markets, but it's it's Sony's way of if you're a cable cutter uh, to give them another option. Yeah. There's pros and cons to this. I have very mixed feelings about this, Deuce. Okay. And coming from someone that does have cable, I want to get your thoughts on okay. this. There is three options. You have okay. a $50 option called the access option. There's 50 total channels. Uh, you, know, you, get, you, know, you get your local CBS, Fox, NBC, and all that as well. So yeah. for the local channels, it's great. But you, you get Fox Sports. I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some sports channels in there. Nick Tunes for the kids. Nickelodeon, TV, yeah. Spike. Yep. All your basic Basic cable, I would call yeah. it. Uh, you have that for $50 a month. And then they have a core one that has everything that you got before, but you also get the Golf Channel, Turner Music Channel, and you get you know Turner Classic Movies, the Yes Network, which is only New York. I guess they'll be doing an Orlando one. No, no, uh, no. I get Yes Network on Bright House. Well, it says New York only here. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, you know, some stuff. Uh, and, of course, you get some uh, cable packages. And then they have a $70 option called the Elite Model. You get all the above, plus you get BET Gospel, Boomerang, uh, CE, CMT, Pure Country, blah, blah, uh, and some other just expanded channels. Uh, VH1 Classic, etc., Teen Nick, Universal, Sprout Channel for the kids and whatnot. My main problem with this is I like the content. The content, I think, is good. I don't know if I like the price point because, I mean, you're paying – you know, I'm not going to go into what you pay for cable, but let's just say you go and you get cable. I think people are paying anywhere from fifty to seventy dollars a month on cable if they don't have their uh, if they don't have their packages like you do. Yeah. Like if you just say basic cable, I think people can pay fifty dollars a month through some service to get it. But it, I don't know. I I don't I don't know if the price point is is good. What's your thoughts on it, Deuce? Like, would you cut your cable? Well, as DX used to say, let's break it down. Yeah. And that price point sucks. It total, 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 total. It why sucks. do you Why do you not like the price point? Uh, because I know what my cable bill is, and it, don't get me wrong, I pay a lot of money. Because but you're I, paying all the premium channels, and well, it, include two, the internet. Two reasons: one, I have the highest speed internet Bright House will give me. Right. Two, I've got a lot of movie channels. Mm-hmm. Three, I get a lot of pay per views, and I don't mean right. movies. I mean like UFC. You buy the fights. Yeah, I buy yeah. fights and stuff. I. I don't. What was the highest option? Seventy dollars. Seventy bucks. Yeah, like I think you could get, find an option that's a lot cheaper because the thing is, and uh, now I'm just using Bright House as an example because we have Bright House here. Also, they're very good friends and, and employers to a couple of good fl- friends of ours. Yeah. Um, I think you could call Bright House because let's let's break it down a little bit. Um, you are going to have to have internet. Period. Even if you're a cord cutter, you have to have internet. So you're going to have to go through Bright House. That's a good point. For the internet. Right. If you call Bright House and say, hey, you know, I'm already paying X amount for the internet. What is it for your basic cable package? You could probably get a bundle to get the same amount of stuff that they're asking for cheaper because they want to give you as much stuff as possible so they get more money out of you every month. And since you've already got the internet, why? Now, I will say this. I thought it was pretty cool that first option you said for 50 bucks because it's like you get all your like your local channels, your local channels. Here's my question on that, because your local channels have sports. What happens when it's a football game? Do they black that shit out? How does that work? We won't know. Exactly. And that's my question, because here's here's the thing. I will never be a cable cutter for two big reasons. Number one, you hate dish. 
Because of the rain and stuff. I hate dish. Well, now three. I hate dish <laughs> because of the rain. Two, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm a sports nut. Like, I've got to have my pro wrestling live, and I've got to have, like, my... Right now, it's tourney time. We're in the middle of March Madness. I don't want to miss a game during football season, especially college football season and pro. I'm a huge fantasy football fan. Hell, you've even heard the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce yep. XFL League yep. with all of our friends like Kyle and Monica and Nate, Nate yep. and, and everybody, Jason, Corey, Addison. Addison, the list goes on and on of all of us guys that do the league together, and, and hopefully we'll be doing some big podcasts about that. Uh, maybe even a live draft. That would be sweet. On, a live Twitch stream or something? A live Twitch stream of the great. draft and maybe a live podcast of the draft of me and you maybe doing old school JR and the King style, yep. uh, doing play-by-play of people's picks. Oh, but, my uh, God, they killed him. He broke yeah. it in half. Oh, my God, he broke the draft in half. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to d- definitely do that. But, yeah, as, as somebody who likes sports, I can't get rid of it for that. And on top of that, here's the thing. Okay, I get that. I get rid of all my other stuff. How in the blue hell am I going to get my UFC pay-per-views? And I've got that Manny Pacquiao, Mayweather You wouldn't fight. be able to. Exactly. So it's like, okay, maybe, and this is a big maybe, because I personally don't think this is the case. Do I pay a little bit more for Bright House? Maybe. But I get a shitload of convenience. And right. I'm more about the convenience. Because right. I, me and you both know I'm not the most internet-savvy person or tech-savvy person in the world. And knowing that I just pick up my remote... I click on what I want. I can click click the buy button. Bam! I'm getting the pay per view and right. they bill me at the end of the month. I'm yeah. happy with that. You know. Well, the thing is, is my wife and I've been cable cutters for years now. Yeah. Um, and we we only have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and WWE Network, yeah. which is nine ninety nine. Uh, and between those, I'm pretty good. But I. Yeah. It, the only problem is, is like you don't like you said the sports. I have to go to your house, which is fine. I love going to your house to watch. No, I love it, and I might yeah. actually just keep that going because it gives Johnny good. Yep. She's like, "Honey, I gotta go to Deuce's to watch the Saints game." Yeah, yep. You know? So I go over to Deuce's house for the games, but which like, I don't know why you became Seinfeld all of a sudden. Like, yeah. <laughs> honey, what is the deal with the Saints game? What is up with Rhode Island? It is neither road nor an island. Discuss no. <laughs> but what is the deal? Yeah. <laughs> For someone like me, you make a great point. I already have Verizon for internet. Yeah. I can just ask them for hey, like hey, it doesn't. What, what packages do you offer me because I already have internet and just see what they do? Because I'll tell you what, like I do it with Bright House all the time. I'll call them and be like, hey, uh, I think I'm going to go to Dish. What are you going to do for me? And magically. Start getting free channels. Yep. Or hey, yep. magically, my bill is twenty dollars cheaper right, for the right, next three right, months. Right. And it, there have been times where I've called them and I'm like, "Damn, I'm going to dish tomorrow." Like this is bullshit. Uh, I'll tell you what. It, it was the night after. Oh goodness, it was Royal Rumble, but it was a Royal Rumble where Sheamus won. So right. it's like two, three, three years, years ago. Three years ago, yeah. They had something happen with Bright House, and they did not show the paper. Right. I had 30 people at my house. I just got done cooking $150 worth of ribs. I called them and called them every name in the book. None of them started with nice words. And (laughs) I told them, I said, tomorrow I'm going to get Dish Network or DirecTV. This is bullshit. They paid for my next three WWE pay-per-views in a row. Because they're like, we're really, really sorry. We see how much you p- spend on us on pay-per-view every month. Yeah. You're a really big customer. You know, you buy all these extra channels, all the movie channels. 
we'll pick up the tab for your next three WWE pay-per-views to make up for it. I said, all right, cool. And then I let it go with that because their customer service at Bright House has always been amazing. Yep. So I've I've never had a bad thing to say. Uh, but I would tell you right now just to call and just check. Just be like, hey, you know. And that's the thing. I, I tell people all the time, you need to check up on things. You know, there's these things that we pay for every month that get deducted from our accounts, like your insurance or, you know, your cable or things like that. You need to call every once in a while and be like, hey. Can I get a better rate? Can you double check? Yep. Who else yep. is out there? You know, and things like that. Because there's things you pay for, like your insurance, for prime example. There are other companies out there than the company you have. You just need to go out there and ask, like, hey, is there somebody else I can go with? Or, hey, let me check and check your rates, you know. Sometimes a few phone calls will save you hundreds of dollars. You just got to ask. So, And the same thing with your cable. Well, it's a great point. And the reason why I bring up the PlayStation View and I'm glad I got someone that's yeah. you know, had cable for years. Yeah, uh, I've had it forever. I juxtapose that next to Xbox One's new Sling TV app. Have you heard about that? I've seen it. I haven't read much about it. The only thing that caught my eye, because I know they did this on purpose, I saw the picture of it, and they're showing a big picture and then a bunch of little pictures, and the little pictures are what you can get, but the big picture was ESPN. I'm like, holy shit, they have ESPN? Because that's the problem. Because when we talked to Nate before on, on other podcasts, he's like, your problem is with these cable networks is you run into the problem of these big sports contracts. And they have big, you know, you have to pay a lot of money to these teams to be able to show the games. And they have to pay a lot of money to the cable companies. And, you know, it's a big, you know, a lot of one hand washing the other hand. So when you cut the cable and you go on something like the Slingbox, it's like, okay, well, how are they getting the money to right. pay for all these contracts. Well, the thing is, it's it's only $20 a month. That was a thing. Like, yeah. if I owned an Xbox One and I was a cable cutter, you're not going to get cable for $20 a month. Well, so what all do you get with Well, you don't box? get as many, but okay. you do get some pretty nice channels. Like, you get ESPN, ESPN2, TNT, TBS, Are Food Network. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, HB, uh, Tell me Cartoon USA Network, is on Disney that list. Channel. Uh, HGN Channel, Cartoon Network. There's a, a for initial five more dollars, you get local sports channels, kids channels like PBS. I'm like, oh my goodness, for twenty dollars a month, if you had an Xbox One, I'm be, not gonna lie, if you're a cord cutter for twenty dollars a month, that. hell, what was it, an extra five dollars? Twenty five dollars a month flat rate. Yeah, and you basically it just said you're getting all your local sports. Yep. So, which sucks for you because, as you know, the Louisiana animal uh, Johnny Womack is a big New Orleans Saints fan and a big who LSU that? fan. Who that? Who that? Who that? <laughs> <laughs> but so but you can watch all your local stuff, but shit, you couldn't 20, do that anyway. But for twenty five dollars, you could watch like that, your local see, games. Now that's the thing is, I think it's like PlayStation was trying to do it in response, but I'm like, well, PlayStation, sure you have more channels, but my goodness, I mean, who you, what, what demographic are you hitting for seventy dollars a month? I mean, someone that's already getting cable that's paying probably less yeah, than that. Yeah, twenty dollars a month, Xbox One. If I had an Xbox One right now, and as a cable cutter. I might buy an Xbox One just to have this, yeah. so I don't have to have cable. Uh, I joke, but I'm not. I'm half joking, half serious. But like, because uh, we all know we're waiting. On, we're waiting on gears. Minecraft Two is what your wife's Wait, waiting yeah, on. Wait, Minecraft Because Minecraft Two comes out. <laughs> I can tell you right now, when it's Minecraft gonna be exclusive for Xbox One, so. it's going to be exclusive for Xbox One, and that's when the first lady of the happy hour will greenlight the purchase of the Xbox yep. One. <laughs> is when Minecraft Two comes out. Because like I told Johnny in the first She's place, I said, right I said, get her addicted to Minecraft, and she is. Straight up just pumping the vein. <laughs> She's tying it off, and she is puncturing the wound and going, oh, Minecraft. Oh. She's right now playing Minecraft right now. Ooh, the Minecraft heroine, yeah. She's, yeah. she's playing Minecraft. I did. I walked past her. She didn't even notice me. 
Yep. I swear to God, I could have walked that past her with my dick out, and she wouldn't have noticed because she's Minecrafting up so hard. So she's just that's like, gonna be my way, my end to get an Xbox One. Yeah, because it's like she could be like, "Oh, hey, honey, uh, Minecraft Two is is Xbox One exclusive because uh, Microsoft owns it." <gasps> well, we're gonna have to get a, we're gonna have to figure something out. Yep, because I mean, but seriously, like if we do end up getting one and we're still cable cutters, yeah. I'd be stupid not to get. Uh, this yeah, link. and here's the thing: I think what happened was this: PlayStation went okay. Let's get people that are cord cutters that want these cable channels. And Microsoft was smart and said, hey, the people that are cord cutters, most of them are smart and know what the fuck a torrent is. So yeah. they don't want TV shows because they can find it other ways. They want sports because you know what you can't torrent? Fucking sports. Nope. Because Twitter, oh my God. If you have Twitter, it kills sports. It kills live sports. So, like, you've got to have live sports live. And coming from a guy that thought about, you know, cord cutting and all that stuff, like, you'll spend a lot of money in a sports bar on live sports. So, right. if I could spend $25 a month if I didn't have, you know, cable to watch all these sports, it's a good idea. Yep. So, we we definitely I mean if you have like Nate I don't know if Nate has it or not if he's I don't think he's a cable cutter I don't know sure but no he, no no he he cut the cable but then they got the cable back well if you are listening went. to us yeah. and you are a cable cutter and you have tried out the Sling TV app for Xbox One please let us know what you think because yeah. I I I'm not joking like if we get an Xbox One which it looks like we will this year because Rise of the Tomb Raider we have a topic to talk yeah, about yeah. that later but it's like for me it's like that twenty five dollars. I'm still. I'm paying twenty five dollars. I'm paying. Was it uh, eight dollars for Netflix? I'm paying a uh, hundred dollars a year for for Amazon. Um, yeah. All that total is still cheaper than than getting cable. So like I I'm looking at the totals. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, like for someone that is a cable cutter, Microsoft just made you an easier way to stay a cable yeah. cutter. So hats off to Microsoft. I mean, that, yeah. that's awesome. And like he was saying, if you've got the sling box, let us know and hit us up on Gmail at hh podcast show at gmail.com or hit us up on the twitter machine at hh podcast show uh and definitely let us know your thoughts because i i would love to hear some of these cable cutters thoughts because i know a lot of people are going the cable cutter route i'm probably going to be the one dying the wool uh cable guy forever just because i i love cable and bright house has done such a good job for me uh and i love them um but you know i, I definitely can see coming from other people's point of view that aren't as big sports fans for me and don't buy all these fights and things like that and pay-per-views where they, you know, wouldn't want to do that. So, Johnny, what else we got coming from the newsroom? So, what what is my keep keeping on the uh, PlayStation uh, role? Because we talked about PlayStation earlier. Uh, I guess the big news, really, the one of the biggest news other than PlayStation View is the fact that Uncharted, A Thief's End, is delayed till spring of 2016. I am so happy. Super happy. What's your thoughts on that, Deuce? I'm super happy because I can tell you two things. One, that means it gives them more time to polish and make the game look better because I'm all about this. As a gamer, I would much rather wait an extra six months. Hell, I'd rather wait an extra year for a really good game because uh, there was a game, and I wish I could tell you the creator's uh, name who was on the interview. He's like, everybody remembers good games. Nobody remembers a crappy game. Like, one of my favorite is that Duke Nukem Forever. Like, they <laughs> finally released it. Yeah. I loved it because I was an old-school Duke Nukem yeah. fan. But it, they probably needed another six months or a year to polish it and make it look better. So when it came out, it was better looking. The graphics were better and gameplay was better. 
but because it came out and it was vaporware for so long that you were just like, oh, okay, it's out. And I remember it it didn't take them but like a month before that bitch dropped down to like 30 bucks. Like it was like half price. But uh, I'm glad they're waiting six months because here's the other thing. And I'm hoping that them waiting six months is going to show this to people. And the same thing with Battlefield. They moved Battlefield Hardline back six months. I'm hoping it will show people that, hey, you don't have to release your games. At... Yeah. There you go. That's for the keeper reel. So it's showing people, for the record, that you don't have to drop a game at Christmas to make money. Because here's the problem. A lot of game companies think, hey, we've got to drop it around Christmas so people will buy this as Christmas gifts for the kids, for the loved ones, whatever, to make our money. But it shows people that when you drop these games in June and July, hey, you know what? The gamers are still playing games in the summertime. The other thing game companies don't think about is, hey, when you were a kid, Johnny, remember back when we were in school? When did you have the most free time? The summer! Yep, that was when you got to play all the games, go out with your friends, do all that stuff. Exactly, so when's the best time to drop a game? No matter if it's for kids or if it's for adults, it's the summertime. And plus, as a a full-time businessman, also, you know, doing the happy hour full-time, when do I have my most free time? The summer. Because, you know, people are on vacation, everybody's a lot more laxed, everybody's kind of having a good time, it stays light later, you know, so I've got a lot more time to do stuff, more energy, and uh, more time to game. So, yep. you drop a new game in the summer, I'm happy as a clam, man. Yep. I'm so happy. So, I'm super excited because I think it's going to have more polish. I'm going to have more time to play it. And plus, you know, here's another thing people don't think about because they, they – they, cluster bukkake these games at Christmas time where there's like 15 games at Christmas and you go shit okay out of this list of 15 I can only get four well, what we is had the to, four? we had to deal with this list last yeah, year it was like we had to like year. what do we have what do I what can I put a second what makes the in my cut? house yeah yeah <laughs> what makes the cut it's yep. like okay out of the 15 games I can pick four what's gonna well, make there's the a cut? game that you and I never got to play that we never we there was too many games come out that got really good reviews there's a shadow of more that Lord of the Rings yeah game. and I never got play to play it, it. it and it's it just, because it decided it had to be in that Christmas bouquet right. of like so many games coming because out so it got swept under the rug yeah. and it's not our I mean it's just what happened you have yeah. all these games that came out and there's more that we missed but oh, yeah. it's just like you know we try to hit the main ones but it's just like you know they get swept under the rug you know um but no, I agree with you. I, a perfect example: Watch Dogs got delayed, and people yeah. were like, "Oh, what's Ubisoft doing?" But they made it. They ended up turning brilliant. a six yeah. out of ten game to an eight out of ten, out of 10 game, game, which is a Easy. huge thing. Now they're going to be guaranteed have a second Watch Dog. Yeah, we're I mean, a sequel for we sure. have. It's not been announced, but we're, the Happy Hour Giant Deuce feels strongly yeah. that there's going to be a sequel. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. So I mean, because I, I feel like they're going to take what they did with the first Watch Dogs and improve upon. The formula there, but like as I'm saying, like you take a game and you delay it, and, but so, but the problem is, is when you delay a game when you know it's not going to be ready, is when the gamers kind of feel like they're getting stabbed in the back a little bit. You look at you look at Rocksteady. Okay, explain that to me one more time. Explain what you're saying to me. So w- when a company releases a game, and when a company announces they have a game being released, and the company knows that that game is not going to be released on time. Okay, prime example. So we're saying like Batman. Batman. They, they said, said, oh, it's going to be ready at Christmas. 
but you're saying they knew it wasn't going to oh, be ready. Oh yeah, by they knew straight up. Yeah, they did not. I mean, they had some interviews with some of the creators, and they were like, "Yeah, we we knew it. Just it wasn't going to come out. It wasn't yeah. going to come out until you know, 2015 or whatever." And I was like, "Yep." So that was the thing. Where was like, you know, you get a little sore as a consumer, a little gamer. You know, like you know. Well, you, see, I take it the complete opposite way. I don't get sore. I'm like, okay. Don't get me wrong, because when we found out about it, it was E3. Because, I mean, the biggies, I'm talking like Sony and everything, had that as part of their conference. Right. Well, those conferences, the Sony, the Nintendo, and the Microsoft conference get the most coverage of any other conference out of all of E3, which, wink, wink, hint, hint, the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce might be doing live coverage of E3. Yep. So if you're down with that, you need to hit us up at HH Podcast yep. Show on the Twitter machine. Deuce and I already got uh, the day off for, for work. Yep, <laughs> and hit us up at twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. But saying all that, they know they're going to get that press, so why right. not jump on it, get the free press, and then be like, oh, well, we're going to push it back. Because I would much rather that happen than them rush the game out and yep. it not be ready. Especially something as good as the the Arkham Knight game because all the Arkham games so far have been good because I'm not gonna lie I bought the original Batman game that Rocksteady made. You mean uh, Arkham Ar- Asylum? Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I bought it the night it came out and it sat on my shelf. I can't tell you why for five months. Wow. And yeah, because I just I just wasn't. I don't know. It's I a just, really good game. Yeah, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. But once I popped it in, and I, I, I spent some time. Because I spent like a couple hours with it. But I was just like, eh. and was playing some other stuff. Popped it in and then spent some time with it. And then I marathoned through it like in a long weekend, like a three-day weekend. Right. Beat it. And I'm like, this is the greatest well, I, Batman I actually game ever. like it more than the, the, the subsequent titles because – this one was more close quarters inside the asylum, so yeah. it felt I, very City, claustrophobic. I was not. I liked City yeah. was fine. It was a good story and all that, but like it was too open. I know that sounds There's like too much stuff going on. Too much stuff going on, but I, I also liked uh, Arkham Asylum because it had that Metroidvania feel where you go into one area, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to go to this side of the map," and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, I don't have that object to unlock that door yep. yet." That's so exactly you know you got to come the back. Metroid Castlevania, yeah, so you so know you got to come back there, which exactly. is really cool. I like that yeah. that, that throw of the unknown, that exploration, and that success. Well, that and it kind of gives you a nice little playground because I know people complain about because I'm a big fan of first person shooters. Yeah, and they are first person shooters are very linear. It's okay, you go from here to here right. to here to here. I get that. I understand that. But it kind of keeps me on track. And a game like that kind of makes me feel like I'm in a sandbox, but I'm not really because yeah. it kind of rolls me back in, which I like yeah. because I, if you give me too much of a playground, sometimes that can be to my detriment. It can be overwhelming. Yeah, it, super overwhelming. Like uh, That's what I'm having. With, like I love Far Cry 4. Yeah. I'm finally playing it. Oh my god! Yeah. Love it, but That's there's so, so much to do. You're just like, I. Where do I go next? Because I'm like, I'm going in and I want to complete the main story mission. But the thing is, is like, I see these people that are being held up hostage. I'm like, I want to go help these people. My map's telling me there's people held up hostage. So going, and I'm like, I want to undo that. And then all of a sudden, I see another thing on my map saying, Hey, do this. And then I go to the towers and and open up the area of the map, and then I see more things. It's like the snowball effect. This little rabbit hole I'm going through. It and it's so it's a great game. I love it so far, uh, but it's very overwhelming because there's so much going on. You're just like, where do I go next? And so, well, it was it for me too. It was very overwhelming just because of the fact that you know I love first person shooters, so I always want new guns. So it was like, oh crap! Well, if I get this gun, all I got to do is take you know three more villages, or I've got to do these three missions. So I started doing all these side missions, and trust me, I probably put an extra twenty hours in that game. I didn't need to just to get those special guns, 
you know, so I understand those games when they're that big, because Far Cry 4 for me got a little overwhelming about middle of the way through because I'm like, crap, it, it literally there'd be nights where I'm like, I want to do stuff, but all I did was missions to unlock the right. special right. guns, the yeah. signature guns, I think they were called, yeah. and wasn't doing story missions. And then finally after three of those in a row, I'm like, fuck it, we're doing just story missions to right. keep this thing going because I kind of right. wanted to finish it so you could get it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I totally feel you on that. So, yeah, uh, if you got what we're saying out of this, Naughty Dog, you've made phenomenal games. You've never made a bad game. If you if it takes for you to, to delay this to make it a perfect game, by do all it. means, do it. But also, you got to think about it as well. This is also going to help Microsoft out majorly because it was going to have to be Tomb Raider and Uncharted 4 going against each other. Yeah. But now, since Uncharted 4 is out of the picture... People are going to be moving units. They're going to be buying Xbox Ones because of the drives of Tomb Raider because it's that time exclusive for that year. So that they're, they're, that's the Tomb Raider, that is the Uncharted for the year yeah. is drives of the Tomb Raider. Well, let me let me throw this out there. What if Tomb Raider maybe knew something we didn't know and said, you know what, we don't want to compete with that. Let's wait until June and then we'll – because think about it. No offense, I think this holiday season Microsoft's going to wreck shop. Because oh, a, easily. You know, you know, you got Halo coming you out. Got Halo, Halo Five. You've got the new Tomb Raider. You know, Gears is going to be announced. Probably won't be released. It till probably next won't year. be released. I wouldn't be even surprised if it releases either. Not this Christmas coming up. It's either going to be. I think. What year are we in now? Fifteen. Okay. Uh, next Christmas. I think next Christmas, the sixteenth, or maybe even next summer. Because I can tell you right now, if if they it's come out, get announced. So we don't know anything. But we don't know anything we have a great behind feeling the scenes, but I have announced. a good feeling it's either going to be announced for the following Christmas, which yeah. will be two thousand sixteen, because we're in fifteen, two thousand sixteen Christmas, or maybe the summer two thousand seventeen. No, summer of, oh, summer of 2016. So same time as, as uh, Uncharted. Right. Because here's the thing. I can tell you right now, if they say, look, hey, we're going to drop, because what is it now, 350 for an Xbox One? Yeah. Okay, hey, we're dropping the price point down to 300 bucks. You've got Halo 5 coming out at Christmas. you got Tomb Raider coming out. Oh, and by the way, come July, Gears 4 or whatever the next Gears title is. I don't, I don't think they have to do that because, I mean, sure – Xbox One is technically, quote-unquote, losing the console war. I, I, pick, I take that with a grain of salt, but they haven't sold as many units. I think PlayStation right. 4 sold uh, upwards of 23 million units already, yeah. which is the fastest-selling system of all time in that short in that time period, yeah. uh, even outpacing the PS2, which is the, yeah. the biggest... The, the biggest yeah. Even outpacing the PS2, which is the, the most sold console in history. Yeah. Uh, I think they keep Tomb Raider coming out this Christmas. That gives you a reason to buy an Xbox One over the PS4. See, I don't. Uh, I yeah, do. I don't I, see that. I do. I think people were like, "Hey, that Xbox, that t- first Tomb Raider game was phenomenal." They set a precedent. That bar is set really, really high. So it's like now they're gonna be like, "All right, well, what's coming out this summer or this this Christmas time?" Up, oh, Rise of Tomb Raider. I can't wait to play the sequel. Oh, it's on Xbox One only. I better get me an Xbox One to play that. See, people I, buy games for one. They people buy systems for one game. Trust I, me. Well, I, I did guess that. They do. I did that. I did that for Smash and Mario Kart Eight for Wii U. I knew. I knew those games were coming out. So that's why I bought my Wii U. Well, I will say, people are gonna buy a shit ton of copies for Halo Five and Gears uh, Four. Halo Five and Gears Four is gonna move systems. Period. But, but that gives you another reason to buy an Xbox One true. because Rise of the Tomb Raider. And also the other thing we don't know, which is a known unknown, right. is 
what are they going to drop that's an exclusive at E3 this year? Because I can tell you what, my you thing this year is Microsoft has to wow me. Because I, I've said since the jump of this podcast, if you go back to our early episodes, I have a Tony Soprano wad of 20s that equals $500 yep. that's wrapped up in an envelope in my house for an Xbox One, and I've been sitting on it. Yep. So literally, whenever they get their shit together, I'll buy one because it's not like I don't have the money for it. Right. The problem is they don't have anything that's enticing right. me over. You want something that justifies your purchase. Yeah. And I think if they go Christmas time, you, they they announce gears for next year. Yeah. You got Rise of the Tomb Raider. You've got um, Halo Five. I think yeah. that that Christmas you can have a lot to play. And I think, I mean, you love the Tomb Raider game. I do. You played it for PS4, the upgraded game. version. I guess the problem is because I know it's a timed exclusive, and I know that PlayStation's going to get it eight months later. That I'm not so worried about it. Cause yeah, it's but like, you're going to be waiting so long, and then you have Uncharted to play, so you're going to be like double dipping. That's going to be weird for Well, a- that's true, but on top of that, you also got to remember, because I'm a pretty big gamer, as are you. Yeah. There's going to be a shitload of titles dropping at Christmas time. Yeah. I mean, we'll have the new WWE game, yep. of course. We'll have, you know, a new Madden. We'll have a bunch of other games coming out. So it's not like I won't have enough stuff to tide me over. It's right. not like I'm going to be twiddling my thumbs because, oh, I can't play Tomb Raider. You like Halo, though. I do, but I... You wouldn't, you wouldn't I buy like a console Halo. for it? I don't it. love Halo. But you love Gears. I love Gears. So Gears would sell you the system. Gears would sell me the system. Yeah. And I'm almost waiting on just waiting to get my Xbox One to get a Gears... Because I've got a feeling whenever they drop Gears, they will drop a... Gears edition console. Console. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to think that that's what they're going to do. And I would much rather get a Gears console than the standard. Than the standard yeah. Even if I've got to pay extra money for it. Right. Just for the it being a Gears style console, yeah. I'd rather do that. That and I've still, I'm still going to have to pay extra for the damn um, Xbox One, uh, what do you call it? The Connect. Kine- connect. The Kinetic. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. said you'd pay for it in the past. Uh, but I do think that Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, okay, think about it. What if they? Here, here's my thing. What if yeah. they go in E3, Minecraft Two, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Halo Five? I'm gonna have to buy uh, an Xbox yeah. One this Christmas because my wife's gonna be like, "Hey, I need that Minecraft Two. I gotta get my fix." So it's gonna you be. Get my Minecraft so space it looks show. like it, it, you and I are gonna be. We're gonna be doing a cool event for for E3 this year. That moment that Minecraft Two gets announced. That's it. I better start Shit. saving. Yep. I better start saving because I know that that Xbox yeah. One. I mean, we'll be getting that for get Christmas. One. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we might have to get two so she can have one to play on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, well, no, 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 because then you could put you could put the the PS4 in one room and the Xbox in one room. Oh, so true. You can, can yeah. flip flop, flip flop, so, yeah. which is good because you can have her in one room playing the the Minecraft, and then you could be live Twitch streaming yep. on the other on the PS4. True. So everybody's a winner. Yep. So definitely give us your thoughts. Uh, if you already own an Xbox One, like I said, talk about. Let us know what you thought about the the Sling TV app. What your thoughts are on Rise of the Tomb Raider. If you think Gears is going to be announced, Deuce and I have a very good. F- I don't know. No one said anything. We don't have any insider knowledge, but we do have this premonition that Gears uh, Four is going to be announced. Uh, Even E3. If it's straight up just because they showed it, they showed a logo, a, f- a little a montage trailer at E3 this last E3. There was a clip. You just saw a quick little glimpse of the logo yeah. and the little re- scissor reel they had at the end. So I and assume they've been working on it. I mean, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think even if they don't give us a full-on like a clip, like a three-minute clip of the game, I think they're going to do a logo reveal and a date like 2017 or 
right. something. Well, that that gives me an excellent. That's another thing to, to talk about when it comes to Gears Four, because we haven't seen anything yet. Very rarely do we see unless unless E three they give us a bunch of clips and gameplay footage. We won't. I'm almost the feeling that I won't release until. Christmas time, like you said, 2016, because yeah. they wouldn't release it in the summertime unless they're really far ahead. We'll find out. E3 is going to tell a lot. They tell the tape on E3. Well, think about it. If they show us clips at E3, gameplay footage, gameplay footage, if someone test playing on stage. Yeah, they have and a build it drops ready. The next summer, that's 12 months. Right. So they've got enough time to basically. You can give them the because uh, here's the thing, boys and girls in in patio cast land. Being somebody who was in the industry and saw the behind the scenes, when they show you that shit on E3, that demo they're playing, they have spit and polished, and they have turned chicken shit into chicken salad with that. So, because all they've got to do is make sure it works for five minutes. Yep. That's it. Yep. So they make that thing as pretty as possible. Now, the rest of the game can look like absolute chicken shit, but that five minutes has got to be chicken salad. Yep. So they know that. So you could show somebody playing a five-minute demo to E3 and be like, hey, by the way, it's coming out next summer because they know they've got a year to spit polish that right. thing. So I think that it could still be in the cards yep. and drop in the summertime because think about it. You drop Halo at Christmas. You drop Gears summertime. That's six months, and that's your two biggest titles. Back-to-back, I mean, you're going to move units like they're going out of fucking style. Oh, yeah. Wow, this has been a jam-packed episode. We're going to do another topic, actually. We're going to take yep. a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about the probably the biggest news of this whole episode, what Nintendo's doing. Ooh. Stay tuned. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce and back to the news center with Johnny. <laughs> so I guess I'll say the, the biggest news that came out this past week was Nintendo. They announced a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, they did. Well, my goodness. I, I mean, it's kind of overwhelming at first. They, they announced a new. Well, I guess the biggest news of it is they finally or they've they've joined with a mobile game company called DNA uh, to make. Mobile games, Nintendo games yep. on mobiles. Uh, first of all, that's huge news. First of all, because I've always been like, "Hey, why don't we have Pokemon on, or Advance Wars, or some yeah. sort of touch game? You know, like a puzzle-y game on on the screen." They would sell millions of those, uh, and they're only ninety-nine cent, dollar ninety-nine. They would sell a ton of those, and it gives Hell, Nintendo. Even if they made them five dollars a pop, like, hey, right. you could get the new Mario game for your phone, and it's six bucks. People would pay that like it was nothing, right? Like, and, sure, it, and it go, gives it gives Nintendo a, a hit to another audience they might not have known because let's be honest Nintendo hasn't really nailed it with the Wii U they they they, they did not I mean they've put out some amazing games and and we still have Star Fox and and Zelda coming out so they've done really well with their first party titles but they don't really have third party support and that's they, the problem as you'd say in the Olympics they didn't stick the landing Right, like it, it was really, really good, but they did not stick the line. Right, and I, and I love my Wii U, and uh, and you know we have people that bought a Wii U because of our podcast, and and uh, hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, and I'm still going to enjoy my Wii U. They're, they're not saying they're Wii, they're not saying that the Wii U is going to be gone like next year, but they did allude to the fact they call it the Nintendo NX. NX. So that gives me a basic. Now this is rumor, this is conjecture, but I think it's going to be cross 
all platforms because they talk about a unified account, which they've been they yeah. need been they need that they yeah. need a unified account because Lord knows this guy here has bought Mario the first Mario game like ten times because yeah. they've released it so many different times. Nintendo doesn't do it like with PlayStation or Xbox yeah. to go, oh yeah, you bought this game like four years ago. It's still in the account yeah. that says you purchased that game because right now if you go to the 3DS or the Wii U, they don't speak to each other when it comes yeah. to purchases, store yeah. purchases. So it's like. I have to rebuy Zelda for both games. And yeah. it's like, wh- that sucks. Yeah. I mean, sure, I don't mind giving you guys my money, but it's like, why not just be like, hey, you bought this on the Wii U, it's compatible for the for the 3DS. You don't, you can yeah. re-download it for free. No, and I agree it's with It's called cross-buy, folks. Yeah. It's been doing, they've been, Sony and Xbox have been doing Do that for since fucking 2000, years. Since for 10 years, for, yeah. since 2005. So it's like, finally Nintendo is listening, and I think that's great. No, I think it's great, too, because it's the thing you said. Like, you were telling me the other day, you're like, look, I bought Super Mario 3 for my Wii, my Wii U, my Nintendo DS. It's like you bought it three different times, and that's pure profit for Nintendo because, trust me, getting... They've already got the game. It's done. You're not paying people to create it. No. You might have to pay a couple people to recode it for whatever right. the system is. Right. But that's peanuts. It is. So it's pretty much pure profit. They're just emulating them. it. Yeah. So it's it's super easy. Which, you know, I, I'm not that mad about just because of the mere fact that that money is going back into the Nintendo infrastructure. Yeah. Which is keeping it alive, unlike Sega, which I loved. And, you know, if maybe Sega had some of those things that kept pumping money back into infrastructure, they'd still be making systems. But, yeah, Nintendo's got to get their shit together, man. Because I've told you for a long time, and and you've agreed, Nintendo has the most well-known IPs across the world. You show somebody a picture of Mario. You show somebody a picture of Zelda. You show them a picture of Samus. They know those characters. Like, you show it to anybody. They can say, oh, that's Mario. They're household names. They're household names. Yep. So they have, IP-wise, the household names. You know what they don't have? They don't have the hardware. No. And they haven't had that for a while. Well, that was the thing for me. It's like the one of the one of the smart things about them going on the mobile platform. Obviously that it's another stream of revenue for them. Yeah. And also hits I you know, everyone. Imagine if they go, Hey, we're gonna in the meantime, before the new Mario, before we're, while we're making the new Pokemon, here you go, here here is like people would buy people would buy uh like a a touch style mobile version of Pokemon because it's not that hard to do on no. you know, a screen. It's not very control wise. You don't have to do much. No. So imagine they go, "Hey, we're going to do a mobile Pokemon." And imagine because everyone has phones in their pockets. Yeah. Imagine if you walk by somebody and you're at your phone connected to that person and you're able to trade Pokemon. Dude, this on Pokemon alone that is a multi million dollar franchise. That m- m- Pokemon. I know you don't play it, Deuce, but yeah. you're aware of it. I play it. I don't. I've been in, into it as much lately, but I, I really do love the Pokemon game. It's like imagine if everyone had a, a connected to that Pokemon game across the world. Like they would sell so much. It's, I mean, this is a great idea from them from a financial standpoint. Let alone this is going to connect people because imagine say hey, n- people were on the fence about Nintendo or, or didn't know much about Nintendo. Be like, oh wow, I like these games. Wait, they're putting out a console. I'm going to go buy yeah. their console. So I think from that smart f- uh, standpoint. I think it's going to connect them and give them a better opportunity to sell their system. And for the love of God, Nintendo, call it something other than the Wii. Do not call it the Wii NX or something like that. Because people, that was a problem with Nintendo's Wii U was people thought it was a peripheral for the Wii. I thought yeah, when we, yeah. we saw that E3, yeah. they like, didn't the even show the this? console. No, they, they showed just, the gamepad. All they showed is the gamepad. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, I can just buy that for my Wii? Right, and then they were like, right. no, you've got to buy this whole system. I'm like, yeah, hell to nah. So Nintendo... We've said I, I, the irony here is they 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 just they just partner with the 
company called DNA, but the irony is you are in our DNA, Nintendo. Like we've been playing you guys since 1987, like forever, as far as we can been playing it. We, we Nintendo is a part of who we are, a part of our makeup. Me and Deuce, we wouldn't be into gaming if it wasn't for Nintendo. So like we're very passionate Nintendo fans. Have we been dropping money on Nintendo 64 yeah. games? Like it's going out of style. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> we've, been, we've been spending more money on old Nintendo we have shit the new games. than it's the true. new games. It's like, true. Literally, we have spent. A we small were sitting here playing lately. Mario yeah. 64 for yeah. like an hour. Yeah. We were having a great time. We were like. God, remember Nintendo used yeah. to make these amazing games. They still make and great games. And that's the funny thing. It's like, I, I, and I will say this because we've been talking about our Twitch stream, which if you haven't found us on Twitch, we're at twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. Definitely check and us out on there. Definitely check us out, and we're going to do all these amazing Let's Plays soon. But we both got Nintendo 64s. We both got Super Nintendos now. And we've bought a shit ton of games for both. And I've played more Nintendo in the past month and a half than I have probably played in the last three years yep. because of the fact that I'm going and playing these old school games. And the problem is, is like, I'm not adverse to the Wii U. I just think the price point is way too high I for agree. the value that I'm I getting. Agree. I'm like $300 I think $200 for four is, games that I want to play I think bullshit. I, I think what they will do, though, um, this is just conjecture. Now, oh, first of all, Congrats to Nintendo. Their stock just went up 40% because hey, of this congrats. announcement. Thank so you, they needed that. They needed that. So that's good news for... This is good news for everybody. This yeah. is good news for Nintendo. This is good news for the gamers. This is yeah. good news for the stockholders, the shareholders, for, for everybody. Because yeah. uh, this announcement alone is really is taken off for Nintendo. But I, I think... You know, let's recap the unified accounts. So when you buy something on one device, it's connected Amazing. to the other. Awesome idea. Uh, the mobile... I mean, dude, that's going to blow, blow up the whole internet. You can get a a Mario game on your yeah. on your iPhone. Well, Holy think about crap. it this way: you put out, and I'm just making up a number. You put out Mario Mobile, we'll call it that, Mario Mobile, and you say it's five bucks. Every father on this planet is going to buy it because a, what are your kids always doing? They want your phone because they want to play with it. They want to play games. And what do you want to do with it? You want to play games. What do you like, Mario? What do kids like, Mario? You will sell so many copies of Mario yep. Mobile, it will go out of style. Yep. You will break the internet selling Mario Mobile. Yep, I really do think and see, you know, you hit, Nintendo. If they're going to be doing this, they need they need to hit stuff that's not technically advanced because you don't want to have a crazy no, no, control no, no, no. game. You want well, something see, that's easy touch. Think about screen. it. You've got up, down, left, right, the A, B. That's, that's all you it. need. Yeah, and you could do all that with your touchscreen. Yep. So you you, you want to hit your core franchises. You want to throw in a if it's doable. You want to throw in a uh, Metroid game. You want to throw in a Legend of Zelda, Zelda game. game. You want to throw Mario. in Mario. But I think I'm serious about the Pokemon. There is a I think lot Pokemon's, of Pokemon. To be honest with you, would that be is going to be because that's like four buttons. That's all you need. Yeah. So like with Pokemon, think about it. It's not even my generation. I mean, my generation grew up with Pokemon, the game back in the early '90s. Uh, and that's I, I, don't, I never really watch a show. So when I think of Pokemon, I'm really when when you hear me talk about Pokemon and why I love Pokemon, it's because of the game because it's an RPG and I'm an RPG nut. So of course I played it. But like you have a lot of kids now. Think about it, dude. When we were eight, nine, we didn't have cell phones. The fuck no. Nope. Now kids eight, nine years old have cell phones. Were they gonna no. buy when they get their when they get Mario. their new phone? Mario, Pokemon. They're gonna buy. They're gonna yeah. play all these games. I think Nintendo. They're gonna make. It's a good stream of revenue for them. It's good for the whole industry. It's good for if you're even if you're a casual gamer because this is gonna hit that casual gaming market. Yeah. Because people are like and see, and that's the thing. Like, where did the Wii, the original Wii, blow up? 
the casual gaming it market. Did, the casual gaming you, market. You were seeing grandmas and grandpas yeah. buying it, and you know the the soccer moms buying it. People that weren't gamers were buying the Wii because it was easy for the casual gamer. Same thing with these mobile games. Because here's the thing: what's the biggest problem about when you're trying to sell a video game? You got to sell them the hardware. Yep. Well, everybody's got a smartphone. Everyone's now. got a Hell, phone. My dumbass has got a smartphone now, yep. which took me six months ago to finally get. So, I mean, it took me to, you know, 2014 to get a smartphone right. because I drug my ass so long. But, I mean, everybody's got the hardware. You put it on this, and then everybody can get it. That's a, a game. But also think about the. I also think about the. The augmented reality aspects of it. By oh. what, I, what I mean by that is like not putting Pokemon in real life. We can do that as well. I think Nintendo would would be like, hey, because Google had played around and teased it uh, as like an April Fool's joke, where you can like scan your phone and you see a Pokemon, and you try to catch it. But like, how awesome would that be with the phone? Like, play around with that augmented reality. Like, you could like imagine if you're going to be catching Pokemon, and you actually have to drive around and you use your phone. All of a sudden, you see one, you can catch it that way. That'd yeah. be awesome as hell. But also, what I mean by augmented reality, not necessarily the screen, but I'm talking about like disconnecting yourself. Yeah. Imagine having a like a Facebook for Nintendo. You know what I mean? Where you can connect to other people. Because uh, right now, there's no way. Right, if I want to add a friend of mine on on Wii U, I have to go to the console. I can't do it from my phone, like PlayStation app. Really, there's very very I don't know annoying. Yeah, I, I will say this about Nintendo, and, and, and not to knock Nintendo because we've been Nintendo fans forever. They are the king of not being fucking user friendly. Like. Nope. The, the same thing with I the agree. 3DS. It yeah. was like he had these 19-digit player codes you had to put in to yep. add your friend. And yep. it's like, Jesus Christ, like, get your shit together. Make this more ex- accessible. Hell, just hook it to their Twitter accounts and be like, hey, I put in, you know, at HH Podcast Show. And, oh, now you're friends with the Happy Hour Podcast Show. Right. Because, you know, you just put in a Twitter account. Yeah, just have it more yeah. socially connected. And I, I think Nintendo, I mean, I'm excited – to see what they do, and of course, and we'll find out what happens at E three. But I, 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 I bet money on it. They're they're not releasing a new system until two thousand seventeen, because they have all these games coming yeah. out that they they don't want to be like, all right, well, we have a new console coming out two thousand sixteen. Then no one's going to be buying Wii U's. They yeah. want people still to buy a Wii U for the new games I, coming I out. I would kick it out to two thousand eighteen personally. I that think, makes sense. Yeah. I think that they're gonna because here is the thing: the longer you drag your ass, the better system you can build because you kind of know what the specs are going to be coming down the line and two and i read the interview the the one where he talked about the nx system and yeah and he said you know we're going to make sure people get the use and the life out of their system now if you give it two more years that means the wii u will have been around for four and a half five years give or take well they they came out 2012 okay so if we say 17 that's five years, right? I think that's right. the perfect number. I think five is five like, years okay, is you got the five average years, console. You for... got five years out of your system. That's a pretty good lifespan, and drop yeah, a new one. You don't want to. You don't want to hurt the fans that have already bought you Wii, no. like me and Marcus and other yeah. friends that we have. So I think they launch it. I think they they launch the NX or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Uh, I think they relaunch it holiday 2017. That's our prediction here with the Happy Hour. Yeah, Dynadus. that's our prediction. But I will say this too: they. They need to have their ears wide open on what everybody else is and doing. And one thing, they would they would be very foolish to show what their console looked like at the C3 because that's going to hurt the fans. Mm. It's going to hurt the fans. People that I already, don't think they even need to mention it. I wouldn't even I, talk exactly, about it. I would, exactly. I would just be like, look, we 
have a console in development called well, the NX, right. and that's ways down the road. Because right. if you tell them right now, that. here's a picture of our console we've been working on for three years, and it's going to come out next year, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, and on top of that, why would you buy a Wii U? Because right. they've still got next the year, new Legend of Zelda supposed to be right. coming out Star soon. Fox, there's a bunch Star of Fox, Star Fox, they're supposed they to be a mentioned new Metroid. Metroid. I know, like, there's yeah. tons of games so still coming out. New they're, games that are coming out, the only thing that would save their ass if they had pulled that stunt would be like, hey, but by the way, this system is going to play all your Wii U games. Backwards compatibility I'm going to tell you right thing. now, this is the thing that's going to save their ass, is the new system is going to have to play the Wii U games. Because what kind of disc are the Wii U games on? Are they on Blu-ray? No, they're, it's their own proprietary uh, disc. Uh, they call it the Nintendo Optical Disc. It's larger than a DVD, but not as large as a Blu-ray. Well, I can tell you right now, what they need to do is they need to make sure... Now, this is the only thing, because it's going to make the system more expensive... They need to make sure it will play Blu-rays because think about it. A, say, oh, it'll play Blu-rays so I can play my Blu-ray movies? Awesome. And on top of that, say, oh, you know, it'll play your old Wii U games. That means they, need to, have, that means they need to have the gamepad needs to be able to connect to it, the new device. Because cause the yeah. gamepad is essential for the Wii U, for a lot of the Wii U games. Well, I would figure whatever the new system is will come with probably the Wii U. Because I will tell you... Oh, you mean it already come with the gamepad, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. here's the thing. Whatever the new system is, it's got to come with the gamepad. Because there's people that won't have do adopted the Wii U. And I will say this. The only thing for me that's a selling point of the Wii is that gamepad. Because you were like, hey, I can watch my regular TV be oh, watching... Oh, awesome. Like, I can watch Raw... And I can I'd be do that playing, all the time. I can play my video game on the 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 gamepad, which yep. I think I'll is sit and brilliant. I sit play Smash and just yeah. train on Smash, and I'll be watching TV. It's yeah, awesome. which I think is brilliant. So they're going to have to incorporate that. Now, I think the biggest problem is they're going to have to figure out how to get the price point down of that gamepad because I've heard that gamepad itself is like hundred bucks. Well, that's the problem. Is you said you spoke of earlier about yeah. the the price of the Wii U. If they drop the Wii U down to two hundred bucks, they would sell a ton of them. Uh, a ton of copies. The but price of the Wii U is too damn high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here's the thing that you and I talked about. What if the next console is a hybrid gamepad 3DS hybrid where we talked about this before. Where what if there's a device that you pull out of your, your new console. Let's call it the NX console. You take it out of the NX console. It just beams to the TV kind of like the Apple TV and Chromecast do. So you can get the full console experience on your TV, but you can also take it mobile on the go. Okay, well, let me walk, let me walk me through this uh, Captain Kyle Dumb Talk style. You've got a uh, uh, let's call it pad. Let's call it like the like. Let's pretend we've got the pad for let's the Wii Let's call it the right? NX just for safety. We'll call it the NX. Okay, right. so you got the NX pad, which is kind of like your game pad for the Wii U. But let's say there's a piece of it I can pull off that's got a, a USB plug-in, and I can plug it in just like a, a fi uh, Amazon Fire Stick or Apple TV or yeah, any Yeah, it goes in your shit. HDMI port. Yep. Yep. It just, just plug it right It'll in. It'll beam what you're doing straight, straight to, the, to TV. the TV. So you got that console And experience. then when I'm done, I can plug it back in to my uh, NX, NX device. gamepad and then take the gamepad with me. And play it like if I'm on the train or yep. if I'm on the bus or yep. if I'm, you know, at a neighbor's this is, house. This isn't something that we saw. Yeah. This is something that I've been predicting for the last year and a half. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. The, the only thing. Brilliant. The only problem is you've got to put all the processing power for the system in that pad. It's going to be expensive. And that's expensive as balls. But and it what do people the shit out of you. Yeah, but what do people pay for new consoles now? I mean, they pay $500 for new consoles. I mean, right. when they first came out, PS4 and Xbox. Right. So, I mean. 
I think the justification of the price, you don't do all, oh, well, Nintendo should be cheaper because they make kitty games. I don't think that's, I'm not saying you're saying that, but I'm saying. I'm saying I'm, that. I'm saying if Nintendo goes, hey, this is our specs, it is it is really good specs. If they justify that spec price, sure, I'm going to pay $500 for it. It's the same thing as if you're going to buy, and then you get to take it on the go. I mean, imagine if you could take a PS4 on the go and you can be on the pl- train with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it, it, my two big problems is one is I never travel with my games. I always play them at home because I'm just not a big traveler. Now, I know there's other people that, A, maybe live in a big city and they do a lot of commuting. Like, I've got to get on the subway. I've got to get on the train. I've got to take a bus. You know, that I could get. But here's the other thing. I think two things. One, you've got to have high processing power, and putting it in something that small is going to double the cost. Because well, the battery life you got to worry yep, about, too. Battery life is going to be a problem. Putting all that spec-wise, like the processors or and all Or what if stuff. they do this? What if they make a device? I don't know how they'll be able to do this. This is Like I said, this is just conjecture. It's conjecture. What Alleged. If, Alleged. Alleged, yeah. So what Allegedly. if it's a gamepad, but you could take it out? A piece out of it, like there is a there is a 3ds built into it where you can pull it, remove it from the gamepad. So you have a gamepad, but you also have a 3ds. So for example, you have you're looking at the gamepad, but there's a button it pops out. All of a sudden, the screen becomes a 3ds. You pull out of the gamepad, and you can take that to go and then pop it back in, and you still have. Or better device. than that, just have basically your your almost like you've got your Wii new you. Your Wii U now, you've got a system that you can plug into the TV, but also instead of having that big giant gamepad, you have a 3D, like a full on, like super 3DS or whatever right, the fuck they right, want to call right, it, right. that you can take with you and you can play everything remotely right. on that 3DS. So it's not like you've got to pull something out of it. It's just, hey, that's plugged to my TV. Almost like what they can do now with the PS Vita and the PlayStation 4. Oh, like remote play. Yeah, yeah. like you can yeah. remote play from home with it. So. Maybe the 3D Super 3DS, we'll call it that. The yeah, Super yeah, yeah. 3DS is your controller. Yeah. And I, so these are things, I, I, you know what, Deuce? I think people are going to be writing us later, uh, you know, after E3, and be like, damn, you guys are freaking Nostradamus out there. I think this is something that's going to happen. I think one of these things is going to happen. Something big's going to happen, because I can tell you right They're now. They're going to change. I mean, it, they need to make Nintendo, a change. Nintendo, well, here's the problem, and it's been a problem for a while. There's two big dogs in the fight right now, and it's Microsoft and PlayStation, and they've been the big dog for a while. Because you can say what you want about how many units the Wii U sold, or the, excuse me, the Wii sold, which they did. They sold a bunch of units, right. but they didn't move that many games. Nope. So that's the problem. You can move an ass load of units, but if you're not moving the games too, you're not doing, yes, you've got the install base, but you're not selling the games. So as a publisher, I'm like, yeah, maybe they've got 100 million units, but if they're only selling you know, 10 million games a piece, who gives a shit when they've got, right. a, like, 100 million units? Right. Now, these are all alleged figures and, you know, things like that. So they've got to make sure that they whatever their install base is are fans that are going to buy games and buy the product. And that, I think, is Nintendo's biggest problem because look at it right now. Every third-party person has jumped ship with yep, the Wii U. That's true. The only people making games for the Wii U right now is Nintendo. So they've got to come out at E3, guns blazing, full-on. Uh, Here's what they should do. They should go, you know what? You own a Wii U and a 3DS? Your accounts are unified now. That w- they would drop the mic and walk off the stage because yeah. that would be huge. Imagine people that already have a Wii U and a 3DS unify those accounts that day after E3. You go, after this the conference is over... Boom. 
They're they're unified. Everything you buy from now on speaks to each other. They could do that. That's a and server thing. Anything you've already bought, it speaks to each other. That'd now. be awesome, right? right? Drop. Nintendo yeah. would. Yeah. Go, I mean, that would be huge. Yeah, it would well, show see, loyalty. It that's would show, the thing. Yeah. Nintendo has got to make big moves because they're in the, as I like to call it, they're in the Sega Dreamcast corner. Ooh, they're in okay. the cor- yeah. They're they're on the ropes. Yep. They're they're you know they gotta get, they gotta get hit. You know what I mean. And they've got to start making some hits because it's it's a straight up rope a dope man. Like they're on the ropes, they're on the ropes, they're on the ropes. Yeah. You, you can either do one or two things in this situation. You can knuckle up like Rocky, and you can start some straight up knockout blows, or you're just gonna get keep getting hit, and you're gonna fall down, and you're yeah. gonna be out for the ten count. That's the only two options they have right yeah, now. So I if agree. they don't come out swinging at E3. Well, they need to come out booked. swinging. They need to come out swinging, but they also need to have a. They have to have a battle plan. They going have to have forward. a battle plan, but how, how they could sweep out and destroy the Xbox One and PS4. Think about this. There, this is technically the weird thing about the Wii U is it's not. It's in between the console generation. Yeah. It's in between the PS3 and the Xbox 360, but it's not in the same generation as the PS4 no, not even and the Xbox One. Nope. So imagine. 2017, they announced they released their new system that is in their own generation, I guess, and it's better and more powerful and stronger, and it and it, it could it could it could take out the heat and the wind out of the sails of the PS4 and Xbox One. It could. It could. It could. I'm just thinking positively. It could. Thinking positively, in my personal opinion, what they need to do, they need to ride this bitch out as long as they can the Wii U. with yeah. first party titles, right? And then drop their system along with. The Xbox, whatever the new Xbox is, the PlayStation Five, so well, those... they get back in sync. Because the problem was they dropped that Wii U so fast. I don't think they they got out of sync. You know what I, I mean? I agree with that, they, but I feel like they're two steps behind. I agree with that, but I also don't think PS4 and Xbox One are going to release a console for another seven years from now. Because if you think about it, this is only yeah. been the second li- year of those consoles. That's true. So and PS3 and Xbox. 360 had a 10-year life cycle for that yeah. console, and they're and this is only the tip of the iceberg. So you're right. So so Nintendo is going to be out disjointed. But imagine if their system is superior to the PS4 and Xbox One. They've had time to work on those. Because think about it. What was the problem with the Wii? Not HD. Couldn't nope. really do much online. It nope. wasn't very. You know, it was behind the times. Yeah. So imagine if they go, hey, we're going to make something that's more powerful than the PS4 and the Xbox 360. They could. I'm not saying they'll destroy the competition, but they can. They can take the wind out of the sails for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think the the key on the whole thing is going to be what their next move is because uh, I feel it's kind of like this. Uh, the dealers at 18. If you're playing 21 at the casino. And Nintendo's at like twelve. They can either hit or they can stay, but they got to be really careful. Cause man, if they hit and they get the wrong card, they're fucked. And that's what I feel like. It's like whatever their next move is going to be is either going to be the move in five years we talk about. And it's like, man, this is a move that got Nintendo back in the game. It got them off the ropes, man. They started punching back. Yep. Or we talk about it where this is the move where. This is where they made the misstep, and they stayed on the ropes. And they, and they stayed got mobile out. only. Imagine yeah. the worst-case scenario. Nintendo, they, they can't sell their new console. Then they're stuck only making mobile games. They're which... all, yeah, they're only making phone games, and they're only making handheld consoles. Because oh. to be honest with you, I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't gone that route already. Because I'm like, man. There's you a know, lot of money there. there. There is a lot of money there. There's a lot of money in the handheld route. There's a lot of money on mobile games now right. that they're doing that on the phone. So they've got a lot of different ways that they can make money. 
And the the thing that has turned me around on Nintendo as a console has been Player One Video Game Bar and seeing it played there, playing it with you. Um, but they're really if they want to stay in the con the console game, they got to get their shit together, man, because yep. they're they're on the ropes. Yep. Wow! Thank you so much for listening to this jam packed. Almost 90-minute episode Ooh, of the super size. But, yeah, we had a lot to talk about. Like I said, we were doing some amazing interviews, but we didn't really get a chance to talk about topics. So no, this is like a huge news back. week. So when you're listening to this, it'll be a Tuesday, and, uh, you know, you'll have a lot of time to kind of conge- you know reflect yeah. on everything going on. But And reflect on how bad your NCAA bracket got yeah. busted the fuck up over the weekend. So we're talking to you from the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh but yeah, so thank you so much for listening to the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. Please send us some feedback at our uh, Gmail. What's the Gmail? Yes, the Gmail is hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Please send us your letters, your feedback. Also, we're trying our best to get another mailbag episode coming up, so please send us some mail uh, because we want to do another mailbag here in the near future, and we definitely we need some more questions. Um, on top of that, I actually put it up. Well, this will be, because this is future Kyle talking to you in the past. Yeah. I put up a big post about what do you think about the show? Where do you want us to go in the future? What do you think? Uh, Please, please, please contact us at the show at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show because we're really looking for some feedback from you guys because we've been doing a lot of interviews in a row and we'd love to hear what you guys would like us to do do you want us to do more celebrity interviews would you like us to talk more about sports and ufc and wwe would you like to talk for us to talk more about video games and do video games reviews or movies tv we're this is a podcast it's we're the fubu of nerd podcasts (laughs) for us by us and we need that feedback from you to to make this show the best show possible so just let us know and kind of give us that feedback yep and of course uh we're on twitter at hh podcast show yep deuce and i'll be doing uh several the plans are to do several twitch streams in the future yep twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast and Thank you so much for listening. We're here talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. There's three hashtags you want to put in there. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See ya.